0: Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my friend and producer Nathan Rivers, and thank you for joining us today. Hey, have you ever heard that expression connecting the dots? Well, I believe in that concept. The problem is you can never really connect the dots moving forward, only looking back. In in other words, some of the stuff that you go through may not make any sense at the time, but when, when you reflect on your experiences, that's when you start to understand what that concept means. As the saying goes, things happen for a reason so if you would have told me like when I was a young teacher that my accordion would be tied to a successful cancer fundraiser and one of the most memorable moments of my teaching career honestly I would have laughed at you let me explain now the story actually begins 53 years ago and so it was 1968 and I was 10 years old and it was Christmas time and uh, several days before Christmas there was this huge present under the tree and uh, I, I thought that it could be a model train set or maybe a, a model rocket set or even better, maybe a, a race car set. So I was like all excited about this. And when Christmas morning came and I ran to the tree and I went under the tree and I unwrapped this present, it was neither of those things. It was, uh, it was an accordion. Now, now don't get me wrong. It wasn't that I wasn't grateful at, for, for getting this huge gift. But, but honestly, at 10 years old, I wasn't into accordion music at all. Um, I actually liked listening to the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, a band called Three Dog Night. wasn't really into the polka capels. And, you know, even though I was Polish, it, it wasn't my first choice. But again, you don't want to disappoint anybody. So I smiled and I said, wow. But wait, there's, uh, there was more. There was also three years of accordion lessons at the Honer Studio of Accordion Excellence. Now, not wanting to disappoint my family... I went uh, once and sometimes twice a week, and it was like, uh, but I did it. Now, kind of the bizarre twist in this whole story is that, you know what? I actually wasn't too bad on the accordion, and I actually seemed to have an aptitude for it. Even though I didn't like the music, I, I still seemed to be able to play pretty well. Now, I kind of hid the fact from everyone at school, um, except for my close friends who knew about it. But we just never talked about it. And, you know, when you're, you're 10, 11, 12, um, you're very insecure, especially, especially I was. Uh, you're self-conscious. And once again, some of my close friends knew, but uh, they didn't say anything. They were sworn to secrecy. The only other classmate that knew that I played the accordion was this girl, Adriana, in my class. And uh, her dad actually played for the polka pels seriously. And she took lessons from the same place, but she was in an advanced course um, for the accordion. And uh, she wore this accordion like it was a badge of honor. And she was proud of it. She was self-confident. And I, I was always amazed at how it didn't matter what anybody said. She, uh, she was proud of the fact that she played the accordion. And uh, she was good at it. And once again, she, she wore it like a, ba- a badge of courage. She had, a, she had an interesting style as well. She loved square dancing dresses. And that's not a Polish thing. That was an Adriana thing. And uh, she'd wear these square dancing dresses to school all the time, and you know what the truth is? I actually kind of admired that she was proud of who she was and, and what she wore, but uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't have the same confidence. I'll uh, I'll never forget grade seven, and I'd been playing the accordion for probably about three years. And uh, we had a new music teacher, and it was the first day of uh, music class. And he asked the class who played an instrument. And, of course, I, I would never put my hand up. But the cool kids in the class who played instruments all put their hands up. And I remember one of the kids who, who played the drums. And he was super cool because he walked around the school with a pair of uh, drumsticks in his back paw, pocket. And everyone's going, wow, he's cool. The other boy uh, played guitar, but he actually said he played bass, which is which even cooler. And he somehow was able to balance a guitar pick behind his ear. And we just thought he was like super cool. And there was a girl that played the piano, but she didn't say she played piano. She said that uh, she played keyboards. Now, the three of them had a group with another girl that sang, and they were like the super cool kids at school. And I'll never forget all, of those, uh, all of those kids had said the instruments that they play. And everyone's like, wow. And then Adriana has her hand up. And I'm thinking, oh, I started to panic. And, and I was cool if she said that she played, but I'm thinking to myself, please, please don't say anything about me, please. And she didn't for about 15 seconds. Then after she said that she had played the accordion at the Honer Accordion uh, school of Accordion Excellence, she went on to say, "Davy, no one called me Davy except for her, Davy Riziki plays the accordion as well, and he's almost as good as me. And I'm thinking, no, <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you what, the kids were on me like a dog on a bone. And uh, they, would, uh, they, they wouldn't tease Adriana. Because it wouldn't matter. She was self-confident and it didn't bother her. But me, oh my gosh, I was devastated. I just kind of slid down that seat. And one of those cool kids said, I'll never forget it. He goes, he goes, accordion. My grandfather plays the accordion. And I just sort of slumped over, totally humiliated. Now, fortunately for me, shortly after that incident, my parents moved to Whitehorse with me, of course. And you know what? there were no teachers in the Yukon Territory. Now, when I'm telling you there were no teachers in the Yukon Territory, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the, the understanding that you, you know that I'm talking about accordion teachers, right? So fast forward 20 years and uh, I'm now teaching at a high school in West Vancouver and uh, I was coaching football and I was uh, teaching uh, PE and I was also the strength and conditioning uh, teacher and coach. And that year at this high school, it was, uh, it was a really rough year. It was actually a very tragic year. And we ended up having a, uh, one of the counselors at school. His daughter had uh, passed away from leukemia. And we had one of uh, our other staff members who had been diagnosed and was very unwell with breast cancer. And the student council wanted to do something. The students wanted to do something to support the, uh, the teachers that had been affected by this disease. And so what they started to do is they started to put together a talent show, a fundraiser, and all the money would go to cancer research. And that that speaks to the quality of the character of the kids at the school. So, so it was a deal. What they ended up doing is they made sure that this talent show that they were going to put on was going to be super successful. They were not going to allow anything to get in their way. Now, the school also had some incredible Young artists. There were there were students that were uh, concert pianists. There were violinists. There were uh, opera singers. There were were dancers. There were there were a ton of world renowned performers. It was almost like our school was designed for the performing arts. So you can imagine a talent show at our school would look like something at Carnegie Hall in the, in the United States. Well, one afternoon there was a knock at our door, and one of the uh, the student council members uh, showed up and uh, asked if there were any staff members who would like to uh, perform at the talent show now you understand who we're up against right but they said it would probably really generate ticket sales if there was a a staff member that could perform and you know what there's sort of like a silence in the room and, and no one put their hand up and I thought it was a great cause and so uh guess what I put my hand up well as soon as I put my hand up a lot of people started to laugh. One of, the, uh, one of my colleagues said, uh, he goes, what are you going to do, Dave? Start bench pressing in the middle of the gym and everyone's laughing again, except for me. I'm not laughing. And I said, uh, no, I, uh, I play the accordion. Well, you would have seen the volume in the room just get amped up two more times because everyone started you know, laughing. And uh, the same teacher goes, he goes, seriously, Dave? The, the kids are serious. Is there something that you, know, you can do? And I said, I play the accordion and I actually play it really well someone looked at me and said, you play the accordion? And he goes, my, and just as he said, my, I thought he was going to say, you know, my grandfather, I said to him, if you tell me that your grandfather plays the accordion, I said to him, I go, I am not going to be very happy. And then everyone started to laugh again. And it was like, it was a done deal. I was in. Now, when it was announced to the school that on top of all these incredible performers, Mr. Riziki was going to play the accordion, the kids didn't believe it. They, they they thought it was all like a gag. It was just a big hoax. So what I would do is to generate to generate interest and ticket sales. The night before each um, announcements, so this is a couple of weeks before the, the performance, I tape accordion music, and uh, I was uh, the one that would give out the morning announcements, and I would have accordion music playing in the background, and then I would say, Have you got your tickets yet? And I'm going to be performing. And is this me performing, or is this someone else who's taped this music? Well, what ends up happening is throughout the school, there's like bets going on with these kids. No one believes that I play the accordion and it's it's like it's like a trending thing everyone wants to find out if i'm just it's just one giant hoax or if i actually play this instrument because stereotyping this no no one would ever think for whatever reasons that the strength and conditioning teacher the football coach the the fellow that drove a motorcycle would uh, actually be playing the accordion now i milked this for all that it was worth i actually one day walked around the school with an accordion that was still attached i didn't play anything and the kids thought that I was making it all up. I had borrowed someone's accordion. And so uh, what ended up happening was I actually, honestly, I practiced like crazy when I'd get home from school. And it was, uh, it was hilarious practicing in, in the apartment. I think I made so much noise. I think there was banging on the ceilings and the walls from practicing like at 10 o'clock and 11 o'clock at night. Well, that night of the performance was coming along. And uh, the actual night, my mom, my dad, and Janet, they all showed up. And uh, also 1,500 other people showed up. And our gym was supposed to only hold like between 8 to a 1,000 people. And we got 500 more people showing up. The, there were so many people that the fire department had to get called they had to actually bring one of their trucks out there open up all the fire doors and make sure everyone who was standing along the sides of the gym was uh, properly situated in case of an emergency and they never asked anyone to leave because they knew the money that was being raised was was just to a great cause and the other thing is that people weren't just buying the tickets they were donating hundreds of dollars to this cause right well, the, the night went on, and the students' performances, they were phenomenal. Like, they were absolutely amazing, and the people got great value for the money. Same probably can't be said for my performance, but, but I was the last act, right? So I'm, I'm the last act, and I had a tuxedo on, and uh, when, they, they called, uh, when they called me out, the lights go on, and the kids start cheering. And I'm wearing this accordion as I walk out. We had a microphone all set up and everything for me. And it, it was, you would have thought I was a rock star. Like I was, you know, seriously, I, I kind of felt like one, like I was, felt like I was like Mick Jagger or something walking across the stage. It was absolutely hilarious. And the kids were laughing, parents were roaring. It was, you know what? It was pretty memorable. It was pretty epic. And so there's the mic. I unstrapped the accordion, the lights are all on. And uh, what happens is it's the moment of the truth. And I, I sort of plunk out on the keyboard, twinkle, twinkle, little star. And it, and, it, and it sounds terrible. Well, everyone just erupts. And they start roaring because they think it's a hoax, right? Like they, they think that, ah, it's just a gag. He never did play the accordion. And then I go up to the microphone and I go, excuse me, excuse me. I'm, I'm really nervous. Can you guys just turn down the lights, please? And it was all part of the shtick, right? So they turn off the lights. I take off my tuxedo jacket. And Janet had got me this bow tie. And when I hit a button inside my shirt, the bow tie starts illuminating and starts shooting out these light beams like laser beams. And as soon as that starts, the crowd starts getting amped up and starts roaring. And then I start wailing on the accordion. And I remember the song. It was Highway Star from an old school rock band called Deep Purple. And the place goes nuts. I, you know, honestly, I actually don't know if you could actually hear the music. But when the song ended, I held the accordion over my head like it was, you know, a weapon like the the great rock band guitarists do. And then I bolted out of the gym. And uh, And as one of my former students said, it was the stuff of legends. Now, I'm not sure if this was actually the stuff of legends, but I'll tell you what it was. It was something special. And it sure felt good to be able to pay tribute to my colleague's little girl that evening the one that had passed away from leukemia and to be able to support my friend who was struggling with breast cancer, of course, along with 1500 other friends. Now, when I got home that night, I gave my mother a phone call and it was my birthday. And so it's, of course, it's one of those memorable birthdays now, but uh, my mom said to me, and in all seriousness, she said, uh, David, aren't you glad you took those lessons when you were younger and tonight's son, didn't they pay off? And you know what? They did. You know, as a result of those accordion lessons and that gift, I was able to help raise close to $20,000 for cancer research, of course, with the help and support of some awesome students and parents. And also in doing so, I was able, I was able to create probably one of the most special and memorable moments in my 37-year teaching career. You know, I, I would never have been able to connect those dots moving forward um, regarding that Christmas in 1968, uh, that Christmas and that accordion. I mean, I, I was really young, right? But in retrospect, looking back, that that accordion was actually something really special. It just took me 20 years to see that. And like I said earlier, everything happens for a reason. Now, before I go and I conclude this episode, I'm going to leave you guessing. Much the same as I did at that high school years ago. When I'd go home in the evening, I'd record myself playing the accordion. And then at school the next day, I'd play it during the morning announcements. So our entry music and the exit music, the the music that you're listening to right now, it's accordion music. And ironically, it's also the same song I played for the fundraiser 20 odd years ago. So the question is, did I break out that beast one more time and record that song in uh, my current high school sound studio with uh, Nathan's help, of course, and his expertise? Or is it simply a song we found on the internet? Tell you what, you make a donation to the Cancer Society. You send me a note, and I just might tell you. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. This has been The Heart Teaching. Thanks so much for listening. Please take care, be well, and as always, peace.